Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch is in conversation with Bill Fakui, Senior Vice President of Business Development of MedShark Digital. Okay, welcome everybody. This is Alex Tiersch and welcome to Medical Spa Insider. And we have on the AM Spa hotline on his birthday, no less, which we are very fortunate that he decided to spend his day off talking to us about digital marketing, Bill Fakui, MedShark Digital. Welcome. Happy birthday. How are things? Things are great. I appreciate it. So it's a pleasure. And uh, you guys do some really good content on here. So, um, you know, my goal is just to maybe add to it. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. So um, you, so MedShark um, Digital, for those of you who who are not aware of them, does um, digital marketing, and you've been in the you know, you've been in the dental space, you've been in the cosmetic surgery space, you've you've been doing this for, and you yourself, from what I read, have been doing this for quite some time. Give uh, give uh, our listeners a little bit of a background about what you do and what uh, MedShark Digital does and, and 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 why you're here. Well, Alex, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the old timers in this business. I actually started doing, um, you know, marketing for medical practices for, gee, uh, back in the uh, in the 90s. Uh, wow. So we were doing mainly TV, radio, print, advertising. Uh, and it was about 23 years ago that we started building websites. And I believe at that time we were the first uh, agency to do on-site SEO work. In fact, it wasn't even called SEO back then um, on, on individual practice websites. Um, up until that time, everybody had to sign up for these, you know, find a doctor, find a dentist, find a attorney, find all these professionals. Yeah. You know, go, you got to go to these websites and they were directory websites. So um, we kind of broke the model because I had clients that were TV advertisers on those things and they were really expensive. Yeah. And they, you know, they said, Bill, that was the biggest waste of $20,000 you ever told us to do. Don't do that again. So we had to figure out another solution. So. Yeah, you're gonna have to, and you're gonna have to, to maybe off offline because it's a longer conversation. Tell us exactly what radio is and print advertising. Never heard of that either. <laughs> <laughs> those are uh, those are dinosaurs. No, so you know, and back in <laughs> you know in the early days, so we we started doing SEO back then, and um, you know, and, and been doing it ever since. So uh, you know, the good news is. Uh, it's become a lot more accepted. Consumers are gravitate. In fact, when we first started doing this, we started optimizing back on Yahoo was the big search engine. Yeah. Um, and we didn't know it was working really well in the sense that when we would do searches, our clients would not only be the first listing, they'd be the first five or six listings. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, oh, well, that's really cool. But people do this <laughs> do people go on this thing called the search engine and actually look for providers uh and yeah. we didn't know uh and and sure enough they did uh the good news is is more and more people do that uh they 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 use it to research etc spend more time doing it um the challenge is for practitioners is it's become you know now everybody's doing it everybody's trying to do seo trying to get um you know results on seo and, and 
the good news is there's changes that you know that have uh, happened where it used to be you have one practice that was always on all the searches. You'd see them all the time, and they they somewhat monopolize uh, the search results. Um, but I think as practitioners start looking, they're starting to see a lot more variety in the in yeah. the listings, and there's other real estate uh, on search results like the Google Map Pack, things like that. That have now kind of leveled the playing field a little bit, so that you know, more and more practices can get a bite of the apple in terms of, you know, getting uh, traffic and, and leads from, from search. Well, yeah, let's, let's get into that. Cause you mentioned that um, when we were talking before we went, uh, we, we, we went on and, and I'll be honest, this is not, you know, this is not my area of expertise at all. Um, but you're right. It's, it's, it's interesting as, as the, the, the search engines and the, and, and even social media and all this has expanded. It's given people the ability to reach folks at a lot more local and detailed level. But at the same time, as you said, it's increased competition because now everybody can do it. And one of the things that I always hear is, um, and this is, this is maybe from 10 years ago, even when we really started getting into to, to Google was, you know, uh, you'd have an experienced plastic surgeon or whatever it is. And, and they would say, oh, my God, the guy across the street, he's brand new and he's getting better results than me. And and it, it, it almost it almost makes it, you know, the, the way that you market and the way that you 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 form your SEO and all the, the your digital presence in some ways becomes more important than the actual treatments because people can find you, which is really, really uh, interesting and kind of strange. Um, so, and I, you know, and you being in the, in the business, as long as, as long as you have, I'd love your thoughts on that. And then let's get into a, some of these things that have changing. Cause you, you mentioned that Google has been doing some things to allow, um, some better competition, which I think is great. Um, it's, you know, the, the whole pay for play, the, the, the pay-per-click thing is just, it, it, it drives people nuts, but, but yeah, let's get into it a little bit. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Um, you know, and when I say it's kind of leveled the playing field, um, you know, Google used to, like like you were saying, um, Google used to use the authority of a domain. So you would, you know, put in keywords in that domain and how old a domain was, um, had a lot to do in terms of its history, had a lot more weight that Google mm-hmm. put on that domain and all the subpages beneath it. Um, and and unfortunately for those practices when you're saying oh I, i've been in practice for you know years and my site used to do really well but now i'm seeing these guy that opened up two years ago now he's all over the place right yeah. so google's kind of you know switched its emphasis emphasis on what it sees as credible trustworthy and really of value to consumers and that's all google's really focused on as mm-hmm. much as everybody thinks of algorithms and stuff like that, always think about at the end of the day, Google cares about its end users and the user experience and what information it's finding. That's why it's doing what it's doing is it, it wants to give the best results so that people use it more often so it can do more advertising, right? Google makes a lot of money on pay-per-click advertising. Um, and so the it, it is about stop thinking about trying to manipulate the search engine results and really provide more of the things that consumers are looking for wanting uh, and that it's original content and the even the topics you'll see what 
what we refer to as long form pages. You're starting to see a lot of those pages that show up on the first page of Google for a lot of different things. Man, yeah. now you're scrolling through them and they're really long pages. So yeah. even the those pages that have you know headings and subheadings and stuff like that, those are things that practices should really think through um, and not just rely on their uh, agency to do so. A collaborative spirit is really helpful because some of the sub, you know, we get a lot of practices that want to do, oh, well, let's do some frequently asked questions. Yeah. And most ever, you know, most of the SEO companies are doing that because I need word count. I need more content on that, you know, on those pages. Right. Really thinking through what kind of topics do we put on there or do we just put content for content's sake? Well, let's, I mean, I'm, I, I guess I would put that question to you. So, so, and, and again, most of our listeners are uh, medical spa providers. So they're, they're, they're in the business, they're, they're injectors, they own med spas. Um, when it comes to providing the content, because, um, because you're right, we, the, the traditional thinking, and I say traditional, I mean, this is, you know, within a matter of years, but yeah. like, <laughs> it's it's always been, you know, you got to make sure you're blogging, you've got to have its consistency. It's, it's, you know, and, and the, the length matters, but not really. It's just all about getting stuff up there. When people think about what they want to put on their websites, what should they be thinking about to kind of start ringing some of these bells that Google is putting out there? You know, a good starting point is listen to your patients. Many times patients mm. ask you things or you have dialogues with patients. Um, so where we develop content, it's through interviews, just like we're doing now. We talk to our, our clients uh, and record it, transcribe it, uh, and we curate content from that. But it's the common questions that consumers ask. If people are asking these questions, man, if somebody comes in and, or calls over the phone, and ask a question about a particular treatment and perhaps a specific technology product. Um, those are the things you need to take inventory of those things. Because if somebody's asking, there's a hundred people out there who are thinking the same thing that just haven't had the opportunity to ask you yet. Right. And they're doing these types of queries online. So start with your own practice, your own people. When you're thinking about content to write, what are the things, if you hear a great question from somebody that you haven't heard before, mm -hmm. absolutely the, the thing you need to be providing content or talking to your webmaster about developing that content. Mm -hmm. um, that's where I would say that's the best place to start is, is your patience. I think that's, that's incredible advice. And um, especially when, and, and I always find this when we're talking to our members or when I'm, when I'm doing, for instance, when I'm doing podcasts or, or talking to folks, people tend to have questions that you've never thought of. And you think you've seen everything, right? You think you've seen all, everything that comes down the pipe, but there's always something, a different spin on it. Um, but so, so aside from that though, cause you, you mentioned earlier, um, FAQs and that's one of the things like you gotta have FAQs. You gotta be able to, you gotta have landing pages for all of your treatments, explain all that kind of stuff. Um, is it, I mean, are, should practices still like adhere to some of the basics as far as having, you know, the basic stuff and then what you're talking about now as far as supplementing um, or, or is it, is it a whole new ball game where they need to be thinking in a different way? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think, I think you're, I, I think your question is a legitimate and actually kind of addresses how you update a website, right? Mm -hmm. you, have, you have evergreen content. What, what is timeless, right? It's pretty timeless. 
And those are the foundational, you know, uh, pieces of content that you need to have because, you know, people are at different stages of the education, right. learning, etc. And you need to address them at all stages, right? So you, you develop content so that a lot of people think, oh, I just need to add more content. And adding more content is typically always adding a new page or adding a blog. Think about the content that's already there, the content that's already on your site and have already built equity. So mm -hmm. Google's already indexed that information. Think about existing pages, even more than just adding more. Right? So are you talking about just like updating or adding an additional yes. link or adding more? So we see, you know, pages that have been written, maybe five, 10, depending if they just pass content over to new designs, that content can be seven, eight, 10. I've seen them as long as 15 years old and they never changed it. Right. And they just added more. Right. That page probably has the most value because it's it's the oldest. It's been indexed. In fact, in most cases, it's the most traffic pages. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's those pages that we need to maybe start embellishing, adding, and that's how you get really good long form content. Is because you're not just doing one time sitting down and writing a twenty five hundred word page or thinking about what is on this page. This is like the the parent page of a web of a section. Mm -hmm. And you can have child pages underneath it, but that parent page, it's what what can we add to that thing to keep it timely, keep it up to date. Keep so even when you do searches on Google, and you start typing in certain words, Google drops down, you know, some suggestions. Yes. The reason it's dropping down those suggestions is it's telling you what people are searching, right? Yeah. So those are some cues to help you kind of think through, well, oh, well, yeah, you know, I get that all the time. And, and it gives you some, you know, gets the wheels turning. So yes. the idea is, yes, you need to update your site and adding blogs and pages and stuff like that's important. But the first place you start is what's the existing content that we have and what can we do to embellish content? So that page, because kind of keep in mind, when you do a search for, say, microneedling, you know, Los Angeles, I'm in a city, right? What shows up is not the home page; it's the microneedling page. So right. What can we do to that microneedling page to make it more relevant, make it more timely? In fact, if I can get content on there that consumers are actually typing in and searching, yeah, can show up for it beyond just microneedling Los Angeles, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I I love the uh, the Google autofill uh, when it oh, says, yeah. "Is this what you're asking?" Basically, and then it says, "There's the." There, there, which I've seen more of other people or other questions that are being asked. Right. So, mm -hmm. and, and, and so those are, correct me if I'm wrong, those are the cues that you use to fill in what you should be talking about because th those truly are what people are asking about. Yeah. Those are things that people are searching for. Um, and, and absolutely when people are in your practice asking questions and stuff, you know, one of the things that you mentioned was, yes, people do ask, but the questions that they ask today are very different than the questions they asked even two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. People are starting to, to, to know more when they're talking to their providers on levels, they're holding them more accountable and yeah. they don't want to look stupid, right? They didn't, consumers don't want to look stupid when they come into a practice. They want to ask really good, articulate, you know, well thought out so that they, you know, at the end of the day, 
they want to project to their providers as much as the providers want to look professional to them. So they're yeah. asking tougher questions. And so that's where I'm saying kind of keep keep that on the radar. What they asked years ago is not the same thing they asked today. Right. Well, and there's such a, a wealth of information out there. They can become educated okay. pretty quickly, yeah. right? It's just, I mean, I don't know. I, I see, I, I see we have, uh, we have my niece um, is staying with us. And, you know, when they do homework, they just, they kind of research stuff on. And I'm like, I, I couldn't do that back in the day. I had to go to the, the library where they had the the, the things called books and card catalogs. And it was, <laughs> I mean, it was a lot more <laughs> difficult now. But, um, man, I'm showing my age a little. Um, so, you um, I want to get into, you've mentioned kind of the, the, the Google map, um, issue, uh, or, or setting a, a couple of times, but, but before I do that, I, I, I want to ask, since you've, you, the experience you've had, um, is, is varied and it's, and it's extensive. Are yeah. there certain things that you see clients do that that tend to get them i mean other than what we've talked about as far as the obvious are there are there practices or there there are procedures or protocols that folks do that really seem to to matter more than others and i say that because everybody wants to you know wants to be first or second or third in the in, in the listings it's it's virtually impossible because there's so many different things out there, but there's still ways you can do it. I mean, what the the, the what are some best practices? Um, you know, in addition to listening to your to your clients, obviously, is there anything else that you can do um, yeah. to get folks yeah. to get folks uh, knowledgeable about this? That that's probably the best question that that I get is what can I do, right? right. As opposed to I can hire somebody to do all this stuff, right. but what can I do as a as a you know, spa owner, right? Um, because most spa owners are, as you, you, we talked about earlier, they're they're entrepreneurs, right? But they're they're not usually corporate. They're you know, but but what can they do? Okay, um, I will tell you the the most important thing a practice can do today is start thinking more socially. Like social media is huge in, when it comes to elective medical and especially cosmetic cosmetic social social media is married it, it's just basically yeah. you know cosmetic was custom made for social media yeah. it's the one industry that more than any other the celebrities have gravitated toward towards it videos gravitated towards it all of these things so so think social media but when it comes to search it's the Google business profile of your practice, right? Like most practice, you know, practices or, or spa owners look at that, you know, Google business profile. They yep. went out and did it and either they or their agency went in and kind of updated it, right? With photos yep. and stuff like that. But once the profile was done, they treat it like any other business profile, right? Once you do your LinkedIn, When's the last time you really updated your LinkedIn? Never. Not a lot, right? Companies <laughs> yeah. set up a, a, a LinkedIn page, but that's it, right? They don't do anything. Same thing as their Google business profile. This is Google's form of social media, right? There's nothing you can't do on your Google business profile that you can do on, you know, Facebook, Instagram. In fact, you can do more things on your Google business profile than you can do on any other profile that you have, right? And, and when you say do more things, like what do you mean specifically? Okay. 
Great question. So you can add photos, you can mm -hmm. add videos, you can do reviews, you can do Q and A's even mm -hmm. on your on your profile, and there's no violation of Google's terms of use that you can't even have somebody instigate some of the questions. You mm -hmm. can see the questions in your Q and A's, and you could be the professional to respond to them. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can do Q and A's. And you can do updates. You can update it just like you do a, a blog post or a, a, a an Instagram post or a Facebook post. You can add updates. And years ago, Google had that as, you know, it's on a timeline. It goes away after so many days, after a couple of weeks, it would go away. Uh, about a year and a half ago, Google changed that to now those, those posts. In fact, those old previous posts that went away, Google pulled them back in. Right mm -hmm. now, Google's posting and archiving and keeping all of those posts that you make. Now they become part of your profile. Okay, I like it. Away. So updates, those kinds of things are really relevant. And now you have the opportunity in those those posts to link link to things in your website. If I'm promoting something about a patient or a you know a procedure or technique that we do. Um, or an offer that we're promoting, promote it there as much as you do it on your website or even other social media. So it's another great linking tool that practices have control of. You mm -hmm. all that and it's easy to do. I would say start updating that profile at least once a week. Okay. Update that at least once a week. Google and, and Google knows is seeing the connection between right. your business, your profile, and, and your website and all the other assets that you have. And right. this is their most important one because now it's active. Okay. So things like what can they do? Get more reviews, post more content. And when they post, when you get reviews, I see so many practices. This is another tip. If you get responses, don't just focus on the negative ones. I see practices that go, oh, I got to respond to that negative one. Right. I got to do the negative one because that's, you know, no. Focus on the positive ones. Focus on the positive reviews because it's at the end of the day, you get notified that somebody posted a review. If mm -hmm. you don't do anything, it just sits there, right? But when you respond and say, hey, thank you for the, you know, for the nice comments or whatever, right? You don't want to violate HIPAA by talking about even them being a patient. You don't right. even have to say that they're a patient. You can just say, hey, thank you for the kind words, you know, blah, blah, blah. Keep it very high level. Don't yeah. talk about the procedure treatment or, you know, our, our microneedling patients are some of the happiest patients that we have. Don't even go there, right? Yep. Yep. Just talk and respond to them. The good news is, is, is Google sees that. But the other thing is the patient that posted the review will see it, yep. right? And what do they do? They'll say, oh, they'll get an email from Google saying, you know, XYZ Menspa has responded to your review. Click here to view it. So what do they yeah. do? Well, of course, yeah. they're going to come back to it. Yeah. It's engagement now. So yeah. Google's facilitating all this communication. So now your profile is, is, is active. It's, it, again, it's social. Right.
Hey everyone, let me take a quick second to share something really interesting for your business. Did you know that a staggering 74% of consumers shop on their phones while watching TV at night? That's like 7 out of 10 of your patients. But the real eye-opener here is that less than 1 out of 10 med spas actually sell their products online. Can you imagine the untapped potential of giving your patients the convenience to purchase treatments, services, or skincare right from the comfort of their own homes through your very own branded app? That's where RepeatMD comes in. RepeatMD is the fastest growing software in the medical aesthetics industry, and for good reason. RepeatMD is designed by e-commerce experts who have worked with renowned brands like Target, Nordstrom, and Neiman Marcus, and they'll build your practice its own mobile rewards and shopping app. Clients love RepeatMD, and patients love the experience RepeatMD provides. RepeatMD rewards patients for spending more, encourages them to come back more often, and helps them discover treatments they'll absolutely love. On top of that, your practice can sell memberships and offer financing for services all through your very own app designed and managed by the experts at RepeatMD. The bottom line is that RepeatMD enhances the entire patient experience while boosting your practice's revenue. They are game changers for your med spa. So what are you waiting for? Visit repeatmd.com forward slash amspa to book a quick product demonstration. And guess what? We'll have special pricing for medical spa insider listeners and you'll receive 50% off towards your first purchase. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Head over to repeatmd forward slash amspa today. So I, you know, it's interesting. I did not realize that the Google business profile valued and facilitated um, constant engagement. So like, I, I always thought kind of probably like everyone else, you know, you get your Google profile up there so that people can see your address, whatever it is. Um, and, and we update it, but not super frequently. But so like if, if we were to put something new on our website, a new blog, a new, like if we were to update one of our old kind of long form pages, like you talked about, is that something that you also put in your, in your, in your Google um, business page, like an extra FAQ or something? How do you kind of, no, besides engaging your, your reviewers, how do you, how do you update and engage on, on Google pages? No, you, you pose, you pose a really good question, mainly because it's, the strategy of Google business, uh, your social media, your website, blogging, it is about integrating audiences and sharing content cross platforms. So the more you can share your audience that, that's on Facebook into your blog post, your new content, right? Driving people to that new, now that new content is getting eyeballs and Google can see it, right? Mm -hmm. Now that new content is more than just new content that's quote fresh, now it's actually getting user activity. Okay, so what yep. a lot of practices say, oh, well, we add all this content, we're blogging, all this stuff, but they're not driving any any patients or visitors to it. So all this great content and zero visitors to that page, and Google can see that, how much yeah. value do you think it's really adding? Not yeah, a lot. So there's, sure. there's an extra step of not only providing good content, but how do you promote it and, and link to it and drive and tell Google that this is a relevant page. So if we're adding a new section on, say, the, uh, uh, the home page or a major procedure page, right, I'm adding an, a different FAQ. You could link to that and post a comment about that. Hey, we added this content on here about this. Link to the whole article or the whole page here and you link to it. You drive okay. people gotcha. back and forth, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. if you do that type of stuff, and it, again, if you in, in, integrate 
procedures and locations, location content. So if I'm in a given city and I want to show up in a neighboring suburb or around there because the, the, the real opportunity I believe is that three pack map listing, that mm -hmm. Google three pack map listing. So when I do a search for Mexican restaurants, it depends on where I'm at, right? It's what right. we call Google vicinity update. So the more closer I am to a particular business, the more likely they are to show up in my my map listings when I search for it, right? Right. Yep. Most does you know webmasters say, oh well, you can't do anything about that, right? You can only show up for things that are nearby, right? right? Unfortunately, that's not the case. That okay? you can show up in a lot bigger radius when people look for you know, med spa, microneedling, you know, Botox, Juvederm, you know, you know, bigger area in different suburbs because Google's mm -hmm. broken out the market in little what we call micro, micro markets. Okay. So how do you do that? How do you get, I mean, because you mentioned this at the outset too, the Google local map, the Google vicinity updates. Um, talk about um, how folks can take advantage of that. Because I think, yeah. I mean, that's crucial. It's, I mean, in today's day and age, folks want, followers on Instagram and I, I'm always telling them it's great to have followers, but if they don't actually come to your med spa and turn into revenue, it doesn't make any difference. So, right. so no. location is huge. Yeah. Location is huge. Um, and, and the way that we uh, help practices identify areas that they could sneak into those three pack listings, it's, it's competitive research. Okay. Right? So I can, emulate a search in all these different suburbs and communities like what does somebody in this suburb see when i type in med spa and what does somebody in this suburb type in what results are they getting in those map packs right so depending on the results we look at those three that show up in that map pack and if they're really just showing up there by accident because they're not even in that suburb yeah right? not even in that suburb or whatnot but they're showing up in the three pack that means there there's opportunity there's low-lying fruit so if i see a lot of profiles that have, don't have very many reviews they're they're just not they're showing up by accident yeah there's so i i want to back up just a quick second sorry about i mean because yeah. you mentioned three pack and map pack what what are those exactly because i because i you, you you mentioned them and and it's for me i'm the wheels are, are spinning a little bit what like is that a, an actual something you can you can download off google or use from google I and mean, how does that work great question when you do a search today on say med spa or just type in med spa near me or whatnot um what you're going to find is that google's going to recognize where you're at and the results are going to be at the very top are going to be some sponsored listings yep. sponsored ads show up and then beneath that is a map is a right. map with three different practices that are and it's linked to their google business profile not their website right okay, okay. that's what's driving them that's what we call the three-pack map listing okay. gotcha okay? and that's the most most valuable re real estate on search today absolutely those are the they ones that i click on when i'm searching for something yes you know in fact google's kind of indicated that it can capture between you know, 60% or more, probably 70% of all the clicks that happen on a search result 
happen in that little box of wow. happen so there. You got <laughs> to get in those three boxes if you want to have the most impact. If it, it, it's the most important real estate you need in search, right? Okay, gotcha. It does. It, it shows people that you're local, so it's convenient, right? That it's oh, these are nearby me, and then it also displays things like reviews and your phone number and all other things. So it's got a lot of eye candy, right? Mm -hmm. Out of all the results on that page, that map pack is a magnet for, you know, visually. So that's where you, you need to be. And that what's driving that isn't necessarily your website. It's your Google business profile. Okay. And that's what you're right. Cause you can find photos on there. There's obviously a link to the website. Um, yeah. That's where I go whenever there's we're going for a restaurant or something. It's always it's always there because you also get you get user generated photos and things like that. It's not just, it's not just kind of the static. Here's what the business wants you to see. That's right. So I think the the idea is what can practices do? Yeah, there are a lot of things you can do on those profiles that they didn't even realize you can do. Right. So yeah. Google. The reason I also say start looking. You know, when you first when, when practices first uh, opened up and they they built their profile, Google's added new features in there too on the back end that are now forward facing, meaning it's now displaying in your results. So things like area serve or, or services or products, things like that. Those are all new, newer elements that Google's added to that profile that you can add. And again, it's wanting to do more, you know, provide its users more information, right? But when you when you customize your op, you know your profile and add in those areas served, what areas do you put in? This is where the competitive research comes in and see what are the communities where there's not a lot of competition and it's nearby, but I want to show up there. I'm not there yet. So mm -hmm. I want to add that to my area served. I want that suburb or community or township in my google business profile under areas served mm -hmm. right so now i can start expanding and telling google i service patients from there and especially if you get reviews from a patient from that area that's another signal because google knows where those people are because they have to have a google account in order to post the review so it's not just the volume of numbers that you see on those reviews oh well they got a lot of reviews Think about this. It's more of the individuals that are posting. That's what Google's tracking. Google can care less about that number. It's about all the other users that are out there. Where are they and what are they doing? What are they posting? Some of them you'll also see they're, you know, a, a local guide. Mm -hmm. They've gone through a process or they post a lot, things like that. Yep. And now yep. have a badge. Google, it's almost like Google's form of an influencer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's those almost like a verified, a verified reviewer almost, right? Exactly. So those are the kinds of people, if you've got those, those are the ones you need to respond to for sure because it's engagement with them. And Google sees that you're engaged with that quote influencer on right. that platform. You know? So the the I, I guess the 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 corollary to the three pack with the map that you were talking about is that um it's probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, smart to do that to yourself to make sure you're showing up in your local pack because that's one of the things that, like talking about, about research, people are researching you and saying, okay, well, you know, in St. Charles, Illinois, where I live, you know, if there's only two med spots that show up, that's an area that I can hit. So you've got to make sure that you show up there. Yes. No. And, and I would say that, you know, when 
when practices look to see how are we, you know, what's my online visibility? Okay, what we're finding is that when we're tracking leads, when we're tracking how many leads come in, um, we have websites that are highly optimized that rank really well uh, when you do searches, but we're also finding that those Google map listings are generating as much as 40 to 50% of all the calls that come in through the through search marketing yeah. are coming through the Google map listings, right? So you sure. can actually touch on your phone because most map listings and most searches they're happening on your smartphone, right? Yeah. Happening on your smartphone. Um, and everything is touch to call, right? It's just an easy button, right? I don't have to hover on a desktop. Everything is touch to call. So the phone numbers are being more and more used by, you know, people that are scrolling, searching. So I would say the Google business profile not only gets people to your website, it's generating leads and Google will actually report to you how many calls and how many leads are you getting through your Google business profile? And those are the things that you need to be kind of keeping track of. And again, those are things that you, you have more control of than say your website. A lot of practices are, you know, at at the mercy of their webmaster. This is something that they can do. You know, it's, 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 this is fascinating to me. Um, And it's just because it's such a different, it's a different way of thinking, but at the same time, um, I feel like there's a lot of, of, as you put it, there's, there's low hanging fruit out there that people can, can, can get to. And, and one of the things that I see oftentimes is, is people who are starting practices or who want to build up their practices. They, they're trying to shoot for the fences and they're, they're trying to do all these things. And it's like sometimes just the, the basic, you know, blocking and tackling the very, very simple stuff. That includes the Google pages. It includes answering the phone when somebody calls, right? Like those kinds of things. It's just, it's, it's really, really simple stuff that people overlook. Do you find that to be true as well? Yeah. You know, uh, at, at the end of the day, that is the whole strategy with, with Google local, right? With their Google local map. But yep. again, I, you're right. I, I have practices that are in major metropolitan cities, right? But yet they're just swinging for, you know, when I'm saying Los Angeles, oh, I'm in Los Angeles. I got to do everything in Los Angeles. Yeah. So the chances. Or I want to be first in Los Angeles Botox, which is right. right. You, you, what are the chances of you showing up for Los Angeles? Pretty darn slim. Okay? Right. The only time you're optimizing for Los Angeles is people do search for it as a keyword, right? But I don't have to show up everywhere. In you know from Irvine and 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 Orange County all the way up to Beverly Hills and Pasadena, right? The chances of me showing up in all those areas, even in the traditional SEO organic listings, is pretty slim. So the what you're talking about is take care of your own backyard first. If I'm on, if I'm in my practice and I Google Med Spa near me, right? And I'm in my practice. Goodness, if, if your listing isn't in the three pack, there's a big problem, right? Yeah. That's where you start. That's where you start is looking at where do people around me, what do they find? And is my Google business profile optimized and you know built so that I have content on there that's relevant to my locations. So I've got keywords. So even the the content that you add 
if I'm in a, I may be in Los Angeles, but maybe I'm in a, in a suburb, maybe I'm, I'm closer to Newport beach or, uh, in, in, in God knows where Torrance, right? So if I'm there, I don't want to just target Los Angeles. I want to add content about Torrance because it's, it's, I'm there, I'm in the suburb, yeah. right? So exactly what you're saying, start with a, a, a nearby locations and build out from there. Once you start building that out, now you become more visible and people find you. And now people are visiting you and people are yeah. calling you and Google sees activity. But if all you're doing is shooting for the stars, you don't build up internal momentum. Yeah. And the goal yeah. is, you know, you're just doing this and not 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 getting anywhere. I guarantee there's a few people who are checking right now. First of all, pull over your car, pull over your cars if you're driving. <laughs> if you do you're driving, but there's a few folks who are probably like, "Oh crap, I'm not bringing." And and really, if you're not showing up and you're in your practice, it's it, it, is it as easy as on your Google uh, business page and, and and for reviews and stuff, just to start putting stuff that really focuses on local the local community, local treatments, yes. things like that. Local oh. signals and, and again. Reviews are important. Reviews are really important because the majority, if you if you look at the, the patients that come to your med spa, what you're going to find, if you put a dot around every one of them, the dots are going to be more concentrated closer to your office. And the further you get away, the more spread out they get, right? So right. Google sees that, right? So the more signals that you can get are local, the better. So right. reviews are really important. Engage with those. And then content, Google looks at all the content. So put in keywords in terms of your location, location specific content in your website, as well as in your Google business profile. Because if you're posting stuff on your profile that talks about torrents and there's nothing in your website but LA on there, Google sees that. It's like, uh, it's kind of confusing. Is torrents, LA, what's, so you gotta kind of all, even your social media. Yeah. Add things in social media that you're promoting about this, you know, your practice in Torrance, that we serve Torrance patients, whatever, yeah. so that Google sees, you know, you got to close the loop. you yeah. got to let Google know these things through content and through signals that you're local and that you're credible. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, we... Um we're going to bump up on time here, which is crazy. We've been talking uh, for 40 minutes already. I, I do want to get into the um, real quick. Uh, you, you mentioned like the, the kind of the, the pay per lead program or, or local ads. Yeah. Uh, because, no, that's, that's always a big thing that people talk about is, 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 you know, okay, fine. Maybe I don't, I, I don't have the biggest presence based upon my, my Google uh, business page, whatever I want to pay to play. And I want to get there. Yeah. What, what are some, some updates and some tips there that we can, we can go yeah, you know, and, and, and don't be ashamed. A lot of practice say, Oh, I just don't, I just want to do organic. I want to be the yeah. organic. Yeah. Paid advertising works. Why do you think Google is, is making as much money that it does? It doesn't do it because it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. It works. Right. So don't be afraid of it. And you're right, Google can be, you know, the, the concern is, oh, the pay-per-click is so expensive. You can get clicks to your website for as few as a couple bucks. Right? Mm -hmm. It can be as low as a couple of bucks, depending on how your campaign is set up. So absolutely, you, you need that to fill in gaps, or if there's seasonality, mm -hmm. or if there's specials that you're running. It's a great way of getting immediate exposure out there for different reasons. Right. And you can target 
geographically, you can target, and these are some really important tips, you can target by day parts, right? Most people think, oh, when you run an ad, it just runs all the time. Yeah. Now, you can day parts your ads, and if you look at your Google Analytics, when you're seeing how people visit your site, it'll, it'll also show you what days of the week, what yeah. hours of the day, those are the really important things, more than just how many people visit my site. I don't care about that. I'm looking to see how can I improve our marketing with the data that I have and knowing when people are visiting your site, you're going to find in most cases, you're going to see that most of the people that are visiting your site are happening during weekday hours, during business hours. The good news with that is they know you're open, right? right. They know they can talk to somebody. They know that, you know, that's the time you need to strike while the iron's hot. Right, right. So and so that's when you target your, your ads, your paid ads. Absolutely. You target your ads. Don't run them 24-7, right? Because you're going to get people clicking at times when they can't contact you, right? And if I'm paying for a, a click, man, I want to turn as many of those. i got to convert most of those, right? Because I'm spending money for every eyeball, right? So number one, Fish when the fish are biting, right? Fish when it's of interest and when you can convert. And let your staff know when you're running those ads. Because I also say, if I don't have enough budget to run throughout the month, every we used to day part it where I'm just running Monday through Wednesday because that's when I see the highest volume of traffic to your site. That's when it's most, there's the interest is the highest, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to concentrate my dollars during those times and you tell your staff. We cannot, you know, and, and all, it's also during the lunch hour. I see spikes right. of traffic during the lunch hour because they're free, right? Yeah. So yeah. the idea is if I'm running ads at those times, man, they got to be, we have to be mentally ready because yep. that's the time when they're going to call. And don't yep. everybody take lunch at the same time and, and there's nobody yeah. answering phones. You know? I mean, that's a great that's a again. That's a great piece of advice that seems intuitive and obvious to me, but I know that it's probably not right. It just doesn't have because you know doing doing an ad and having people see your ad. Um, each of those, you know, you have to it's, it's a conversion, and then they have yep. to call, and then you have to convert them, and all those things have to happen in order for you to get a patient. If you don't answer the phone, if you're not ready to answer the phone when people are calling, that's not going to work. So it's that's just probably the yeah, the phone call is probably the biggest void that I see in marketing today. Still, it yeah. always happens, and at the end of the day, always will. So invest in people that can help you with telephone intake, intake training, and monitoring them monitor yeah. those the conversions that you're getting on, on that because you know people you know practices can spend lots of money and everything comes up to the doorstep but the door still closed they're not yeah, yeah. that's and that's that's frustrating so tell me um a little bit about MedShark digital i know you've been um you've been again you've been in the business for a while what's um how long has, has MedShark digital been around and then i'm also curious when did you get into to the med spa space you know, Med, uh, MedShark Digital uh, was born, I sold my old agency about three years ago. Okay. You know, our, our previous agency, we sold that. Um, and the owner of the agency was ready to retire. So I actually started working and talking with another agency that specialized in personal injury law. Mm-hmm. 
the reason I, I had a, a great respect for this agency uh, was because the personal injury space is the most competitive professional yeah. services space on on in search, right? Yeah. Where where practices may spend, you know, two or three dollars we're talking about, a personal injury lawyer will spend upwards of two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars a click. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. for one click. So they did organic SEO and other stuff and they did really well. And I'm like, wow, whatever you guys are doing on the le- legal space, mm-hmm. they approached me and said, hey, we've been trying to get into medical for years and haven't been able to do it. And so we, I, I reached out, I reached back to them after they, they called me and I said, yeah, I'd be interested. So they flew me out there um, and I saw what they did. And that's where this Google local stuff, this yeah. is where even I, I've been in the business for 25, almost 30 years. Yeah. And they were showing me things that was in the legal space that I never saw before. And really? So that's interesting. Competitive. I'm like going, wow, that makes a lot of sense. So that's where, you know, when I'm saying the Google local and all that stuff, doing competitive research, that's where that came from. So yes. uh, we, we, we started doing medical uh, about three years ago. Uh, I'm relatively new to the, like a, a med spa only. My, my core business was with plastic surgeons because that was my previous experience and most of my relationships were in plastic surgery. But most of my plastic surgeons today, they're opening med spas, right? They're all opening med spas. So that was, it was just kind of a natural, you know, evolution of getting into, you know, tertiary industries. Um, yes, plastic surgery and med spas, completely different industries, but it was a, it was a doorway to get into that. Cause I yeah. had clients, you know, I had a client in Dallas that said, okay, I want to do a med spa. I want to start marketing my, my non-surgical. Uh, and I said, well, you need to market that as a med spa, you know, yeah. because nobody searches non-surgical. Everybody right. searches med spa and they're like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You yeah. know? So yes, it's true. getting into the med spa business probably about a year and a half ago. Okay. Well, I know it's interesting. First of all, I think it's finally time we can give our friends in the personal injury attorney space some, some credit. <laughs> they actually can be. <laughs> finally, they, they, they come through for us. It's so interesting that you say, I'm a lawyer I, and, and, and I, I've always been fascinated by that aspect because it is so competitive and it's so lucrative. One phone call in that space can equal millions of dollars. And, mm-hmm. um, and so it's interesting that they're kind of taking some of those, those hyper local, um, lessons and applying it here because there's, there's, there's no way that it won't work. Cause you're absolutely right. Like that's, I mean, that is truly like the most competitive and br- brutally competitive space. Brutally competitive. Right. So, um, so the idea of what you're saying, I'll echo this is start local. So the attorneys that were trying to show up for all these major city stop, (laughs) stop and start taking, you know, uh, you know, start looking at what we can do locally and grow from there. I love it. Um, so where can folks, if they want to find out more information about you or, 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 uh, MedShark Digital, where, where can they go to find you? You know, the best way to, uh, we have uh, the website, obviously, is MedShark Digital. It's M-E-D-S-H-A-R-K digital.com uh, is, is our website. Yeah. Uh, but I would say the, the best way to, to reach me 
is is my phone. I uh, unlike a lot of this generation now that does everything digitally, <laughs> I still do everything by phone. Phone is is how I live. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give you my phone. It's seven two zero eight three seven five six four one. That's my direct line. So that's okay. you know it's a different number than what's on the website. That's my direct line. Next, you're going to talk about mail and radio and stuff, and I'm not even sure what that stuff. <laughs> hey, surprisingly I, enough, that stuff still works. In fact, it, it does. Better. It works even better now because nobody's doing it. <laughs> I know. You know, I tell I tell folks that too. We do at at Amspot, We do a fair amount of um, direct mail advertising, and yes. you know what's amazing? We've been tracking it, as I'm sure you do, and and it is. It's very predictable. It's very effective. Um, it, it's a little expensive and it's harder to track, but it, but it works. It, it works. works. It works. So in, in fact, it's, it's always kind of don't follow the, the crowd. Yeah. Go against the grain. Um, and a lot of times, you know, once everybody's doing something, it's probably time to do something else. Yeah. Because, you know, it's going to get kind of diluted just like stocks, right? You, you buy a stock at every, that's popular by the time you get to it, it's, you know, yeah. the, the price has already gone up. It's too, way too late. You got to kind of go against against the current. I got an idea. Let's you and I start reintroduce a phone book and we'll start. Yes. Doing <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on, Bill. We'll have you back. Um, please, please, everybody um, check them out. And if you have questions, reach out. You got his direct phone number. Call early, call often, and he'll answer every single one. Thank you for Alex, coming on. I appreciate it. And thank you so much. You, you made my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I pre happy birthday. You know, it's at some point you're going to have to get a new birthday. 25. You've done 25 now uh, several times, and we're going to have to. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch was in conversation with Bill Fukui, Senior Vice President of Business Development of MedShark Digital. If you're new with us, click on the subscribe button, then receive new content when it happens. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.